0: Big win for the University of Utah over Washington. I think a couple of years ago, Utah would have lost that game. Yeah. Coach Witt reshuffled the deck with the offensive line, fixed what was the problem, and then Tyler Huntley went to work. When yeah. he had an opportunity to do it, he stepped up and got it done. Great
1: coaching, and then great job from the players to never quit and win the game. Tyler Huntley is a freaking stud. Think about his improvement in his time at Utah. Andy Ludwig deserves a lot of credit for that, but he deserves the credit for turning himself into a real quarterback can lead his team to victory, and that's exactly what he did. Count me impressed. Chris
0: Mannix, Sports Illustrated. The conversation around here, Chris, of course, is Mike Conley's struggles. Can you talk about what's going on with Mike and what you expect going forward? It's hard to say exactly what's
2: going on, except you do have to remember Mike Conley has played, for the most part, in one style for much of his professional career, and coming to the Jazz, trying to adjust as a playmaker in Quinn Snyder's offense, and finding chemistry with Donovan Mitchell. I think those are real things. I will say I'm I'm not shocked that Mike's had the troubles he's had, but I do think that he's too talented,
0: too smart, and too good
3: a basketball player not to figure
0: it out. BYU smashed Utah State, and I know the wheels were wobbling with the Aggies a little bit coming into this game, but that is not the outcome I anticipated.
1: BYU just ran over the Aggies. They sure did. BYU's defense has struggled against the run, limiting the Aggies to 127 rushing yards, and the offense, they have 418 passing yards in that game. This is now BYU beating two out of their
0: three rivals. Are you extend Kalani or don't extend Kalani? There
1: are some things that could be done better, but I think he should be extended. I think he's the right man for the job. And I didn't need to see that game to think. Did you know that Salt Lake County Jail has Google reviews? I did not know that. A lot of four or five star reviews? It's or? got overall three stars
0: and 57 reviews. How about this one? If you have to go to jail, it's okay. However, the food is not the best and customer service stinks. However, the ankle monitor staff provides excellent motivation not to go back to this establishment. Wow, okay. How about this five-star? The officers were very nice, handcuffed me quite gently, even turned on the AC for me. I'm recommending this place to friends and family from now on. Five out of five, definitely <laughs> getting arrested here again. Stuart Mandel of The Athletic. Where are you at on the Utes right now?
1: They've been very impressive. This is the first time in years that they have a quarterback who's extremely efficient. Right now, I'd say he's been the best quarterback in the Pac-12 this season. I think they're in really good shape as long as he stays healthy, Zach Moss stays healthy. I fully expect to see them in Santa Clara, and I would be
3: surprised if 11 and one going into
1: that. If they were to beat Oregon, if all that happened, do they have a shot at a playoff spot? At the very least, they would be in the thick of it, and the fact that they would probably beat a top-10 team in the pac championship game would certainly help. What local athlete would make a great representative in office? Well, athletes, there's one obvious answer. Who?
0: Donovan Mitchell comes to mind. <laughs> no? I think he's a really good communicator. Well, he seems very smart. He's 22 years old. We're talking about athletes, Gordon. We're not talking about 60-year-olds. They're all young.
1: <laughs> I know. Oh, but some have a little more experience than that. What are you, an ageist? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. The young people are smart too. Is I he a boomer? <laughs> well, he's 22. He know. couldn't
0: possibly know how to do anything.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. Typical
0: uh, baby boomer rhetoric, right, right. there. Yep. <laughs> not at all.
2: Here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go up. Oh, you're listening to the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5 1280, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. <laughs> This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The
0: Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Great job by uh, Austin on Sounds of the Week right there. Brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Fantastic rates, free car washes, 24-7 shuttle service, detail, oil changes, and glass repair while you're away. Diamond Airport with the best rewards program in Utah. Only airport valet service in Utah. Park, ride, and save. Just off I-80 in Redwood Road. Diamond Airport Parking. Gordon, since uh, we, we have... I guess an abbreviated three o'clock hour, guest-heavy four o'clock hour. We didn't really get a chance to take out a, a bite out of that list of yours, so we thought here in the in the five o'clock hour, why don't we move on through?
1: All right, let's start with the Jazz going up against Giannis and the Bucks tonight. Their third game against the top two opponents: Clippers, a loss; uh, the Sixers, a win, and now the Bucks. Uh, first of all, Kyle Korver in town. And I saw. Uh, on the Tribune site that uh, Kyle had said that the trade from the Jazz, quote, definitely caught me off guard. That seems surprising to me. I mean, didn't it seem like there was talk at the end of last season that he might retire? I, I definitely thought that he would be the subject of change. Well, his, do you remember his locker
0: room cleanout interview, too? That, I mean, he all but said it, that this was going to be or he at least, at very least, was not going to, this was going to be the end of the road with the Jazz. I mean, the, the with the trade deadline stuff last year, the Jazz were obviously in the Mike Conley right. market. You know, right. I mean, that couldn't have taken anybody by surprise that they were going to reconstruct the roster a little bit. I mean, even uh, Dennis Lindsay himself, when he said that they were good, but not good enough at locker room clean. I mean, everybody had to be on alert, right? That the changes could possibly be coming. So I, I'm with you. That surprised me a little bit. Certainly
1: a guy of his age at his stage, like you were talking about. Well, and with about. his salary, it wasn't right. fully guaranteed. It was it was a very tradable asset. I mean, I think the Jazz would love to have him if they could. I mean, he'd be terrific coming off the bench, spot-up shooter. How, how is that a bad thing? It's not. It's just that the Jazz had to make other moves, which they have made, and so we'll see what happens tonight against the Bucks. I love these kinds of games uh, because they are true measuring points for, for where the Jazz are right now. And the Jazz have had their fill of that, both on the, uh, on the, uh, on the disadvantageous end and the advantageous end. We'll see what happens tonight. Who guards Giannis if you were, if you were in Quinn Snyder's shoes? Uh, Royce and Joe.
0: See, this is why Giannis is so dang good. Both those players give up a ton of height. to Giannis, and and by the way, I'm not saying I I think you're probably right. I bet that's who will ju- did you uh,
1: put Bogdanovich on him. A little yeah, bit?
0: and I thought Bogdanovich played well uh, the other night, uh, taking it at least some time uh, either guarding Tobias Harris, um, or Al Horford. So yeah, I bet he'll he'll see some time on it too. But I mean, Giannis is an automatic mismatch. He's like he's like. Gronk, or how Gronk was in the NFL. Like, no matter who you choose to guard him with, he's a mismatch it's a for everybody. a physical mismatch. For everybody. And the other night against the Clippers, Courtney, he was four of seven from three.
1: Yeah, that's just not if, fair.
0: If he starts hitting threes at an even, you know, semi-effective rate, this league is, he, he is
1: in real trouble because he'll be absolutely impossible to guard. Well, the Jazz emphasis on blocking out will be really important against a guy like Giannis. Well, and that, and the Lopez brothers too, right? Exactly. These guys are physical, and they can punish you in that regard. If you don't, if you are not aware of them, beyond just their, you know, their normal contributions, but add that one more thing that they'll have to be concerned with. Uh, we talked about Mike Conley earlier. I have a prediction. Okay, I'm ready. If the Jazz, without major injury, let me make this prediction. When Mike Conley gets comfortable, reaches that point of comfort, the Jazz will, from that point forward, have one of the two best records in the NBA going forward. Now, we talked with with Howard Beck about when Paul George gets back and couples up with uh, Kawhi Leonard and, and that's going to be difficult the Lakers might still be sort of fiddling around with what they're doing but when Mike Conley is Mike Conley again within the Jazz's framework I think it will be manifested in one of the best records in the West is that maybe that's not that big of a proclamation. No,
0: I, I think that's a pretty good proclamation. I'm just, uh, I'm trying to process it a little bit. Uh, I think an argument in favor of your proclamation is that the Jazz have a pretty good record, and he hasn't played all that well. Yeah. So that's that's pro- probably a pretty good sign. However, that, that standard you're setting is pretty high considering some of the teams that you mentioned, and that's just in the Western Conference. This Milwaukee team that's coming to town tonight is awesome. Yes. They, and I and fully anticipate them to finish the year with the best record in the Eastern Conference. We, we talked about Giannis. We talked about their offense. Oh, they're also probably the best defensive team in the league. So there's that. So, uh, I, if if I were to disagree with you, I would say it's because I think there's some other really great teams out there. But I, I think you can make a strong argument because we saw that third quarter against the Clippers when it really worked. You know, and it was awesome. It was unbelievable. They just hammered one of the best teams in the NBA. Granted, without Kawhi, but that would. That would play into your argument, I think. But how will you determine when he's turned it around, though? Yeah, that's the it, thing.
1: It, it gets a little slippery there, but I think we'll know it when he strings together three, four games where we recognize him as doing what he's capable of doing. I, I think we'll be able to establish that. See, he was pretty good
0: the other night um, against Philadelphia, but I can't, I can't really tell if he really was
1: good or it's been so bad that even kind of good. What was he from the field, 5 of 16 in that game, something like right. that? I mean, uh, but he contributed in other ways, so it does get a little bit cloudy. Rebounding, had, had four offensive rebounds. Yeah. And that's, uh,
0: in fact, what uh, Quinn Snyder let off his press conference with after the game, uh, giving my credit for that, whole team credit for that.
1: I have an update on our bet regarding whether Donovan Mitchell will average 26 points. You said 28, but yeah. 26 is what the bet was, mm. 26. Now you, you acknowledge that, right? I seem
0: to remember that, that
1: you your whole point to begin with was 28 points. But, it was okay, but, to begin uh, with, but then the bet was 26. Okay. All right. He's averaging 25.5. And he's been awesome. And he's been really, really good. That's two points, or thereabout, uh, up from last season. His assists are down from 4.2 a year ago to 3.9 thus far. It's early. And he's shooting about 50%. Last season, he was at 43. So,
0: Well, it, it will probably, well, it definitely will be impossible to keep up that clip, shooting the ball. But, uh, and Locke has talked about this a few times on the station today, his three-point attempts are going to go up eventually. So even though his shooting percentage might not hold at 50%, he's going to take more threes than he's been taking.
1: So are you confident or not so confident about where he is right now, about that 26 mark? Because he has been fairly spectacular, but still, he's only at 25.5. So do you think he goes up from here or down? Ooh. You know what? I'll, I'll put it this way. Yeah. I'm he's going to have some cons- big games. I'm concerned about our bet. Yeah. He's going to have some games in the 40s.
0: I, I would think so. Um I mean, he's just taking so many mid-range shots right now, but he's, he's making so many mid-range shots right now. And that part of his game is just so much better. And he's talked about how much he worked on it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I would tell you I'm, I'm concerned about it as, as far as concern meaning for me losing my bet. But if, if you win
1: the bet, I mean, that's nothing but good news for the Jazz, obviously. Another basketball note, and then we'll get to college football here real quick, but uh, Rick Petito has been named the coach of, the, of Greece's national team. Has anybody been over there coaching?
0: Was it Greece or was no? He was coaching Puerto Rico. Oh, no, I can't remember. Well, now well that's I, not a surprise. He obviously, the guy obviously wants to coach. He said it a zillion times.
1: Interesting. I wonder. I wonder how that's going to work. out. He was at the Jazz Clippers game last week. Hmm. Was that just because of Donovan and Montrez Harrell? Yeah. Ah, okay. A um, couple of uh, football notes. Uh, Utah football is a buy, obviously. BYU Liberty. Have you found a reason to care about that game? Not yet.
0: Not yet. Still looking. Still looking. Well, maybe to see how Baylor Romney plays, if he, in fact, is the one who gives it a go. In fact, Gordon, this is a good place. Why don't you hold that thought? We'll get to some college football. Let's get to that coming up right around the corner. We are live today here at Bullfrog Spas, exit 288, uh, off 515, just head west, and you're going to run right into us. They have a huge sale going on right now, and Dan joins us once again, and the sale is, is big. You guys are making room for the new models, and that just benefits our
3: listeners yeah absolutely. you know we as we ship these spas to our uh, retail partners around the world every once in a while we end up with one that it 's not perfect maybe it 's a scratch and dent from our manufacturing line or it 's one that we 've displayed at a at a show somewhere that type of thing uh, and rather than than ship those out of market we, we keep them here we put them on display in our factory stores, all up and down the Wasatch front. We have stores in Logan, Layton, North Ogden, Salt Lake. Here at our factory in Bluffdale, uh, Orem, and Springville. Any of any of those locations, you'll see some of these uh, these inventory models that during this 3-day sale we've got extra savings on so savings up to $3500 and 0% interest for 36 months OAC you know something that uh, that we absolutely should hit on
0: even more is just how cool the the design of bullfrog is how you're different from everybody else with your jetpacks but the it has so many benefits that the others
3: don't yeah you know Jake when we first got in this business we found out that people love hot tubs people love the idea of a hot tub it's very rare that uh, you know i meet somebody that says oh yeah no i have no interest yeah, Right. in a hot tub right <laughs> but there is a sometimes a concern boy is it going to be is it going to be hard to take care of is it going to be expensive to own all of those types of things and so we tackled that with our product design and right. engineering and and so what is one of the things that's so unique about our spas is the jet pack therapy system our our jets aren't located in the main body of the spa they're located in what's called a jet pack a removable seat back that that number one re- Greatly reduces the amount of plumbing and complexity in the spa. So it makes it super uh, therapeutic and low maintenance and personalizable. So you can choose whatever jets you want. You put them in your favorite seat in the spa. If you find out you love the lounge seat but you want neck and shoulder jets... You just pop that jetpack in that seat. Totally customizable. That's right.
0: That's it, it's so cool. You've got to come and check it out for yourself. And right now is is the best time to do it because I mean everything is so affordable and the the financing you guys have going is great.
3: That's right. This three day sale. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. We only do it twice a year. We do it in the spring and then we do it again in the fall. And it is really the time to get a great deal. Of frog Spa. And we're here till uh, seven o'clock tonight. We'll be here for jazz pregame here at, at our Bluffdale location off of Exit two eighty here in in Bluffdale, or uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at any of our factory stores up and down the Wasatch Front.
0: Take advantage of it. We're here in Bluffdale, just off exit 288, head west, and you're going to run right into us. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, right. we have more of the list coming up next. We'll uh, touch on a little college football. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
2: This is DJ and PK.
3: Kyle Whittingham. You spoke on Monday that the time off will give Tyler Huntley an opportunity to get a 100% healed. If it changes any of the way he plays, and I don't want him to be 100%. I want him to play exactly the way he's played. Do you think that this rehabilitation and recovering will change anything?
1: He's been
2: playing well and credit to Andy Ludwig for tailoring things to his limitations the last few weeks because he hasn't been able to do everything that he was doing earlier in the season. We're hoping that
0: we can get back to being able to have the full offense at his disposal and not worry about creating things where
2: we keep him not moving like he was earlier in the year. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. On 975-1280 the Zoe and the Zone Sports Network.
0: Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you, join Scotty and Hance coming up on Monday from noon to 3 at Sound Sleep Medical, 8941 South, 700 East in Sandy. Gordon, you and I are here at Bullfrog Spas in Bluffdale. Exit 288 off 515 Head West. You're going to run right into us. We still have... Uh, a couple of Jazz shirts left. We have some bullfrog gear as well. I would suggest you uh, hustle out and take advantage of it. Of course, it's uh, their big sale that ends tomorrow. T- uh, take advantage of that as well. All right, Gordon, uh, where are we going next? Let's go to Alabama
1: LSU. The big game this weekend. The big game. Did you know that you can bet on whether President Trump is apparently going to make an appearance? going to be there. So did you know you can bet on whether he will be booed? Alabama
0: a pretty red state, right? Do you, you think he'll get booed?
1: I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But you can but actually you can, bet on that, huh? Place a bet. Uh, you can place a bet on well, whether he will put his hand on his chest during the national anthem. Huh. Well, You can also bet on whether he will sing along the hmm.
0: national anthem. I think, it's, uh, I think it's cool when presidents do this sort of thing. Like, I'll, I'll say the same thing I did when uh, when President Obama was going to college basketball games. These guys have got to have a moment to enjoy something, right? And if they're sports fans, let them go to a sports game. I think it's it's got to be cool for the players, right? The President of the United States is there to
1: watch you play? It might be inconvenient for certain people because they have to make the security accommodations. And, and all of that. But yeah. uh, who do you like in that game? Because everyone's complaining about Alabama's haven't played anybody. Well, they haven't, so there's that. <laughs> um,
0: I kind of like LSU. I mean, Joe Burrow is yeah, awesome. He, he is. is really good. And I know that uh, everybody's saying is going to play, but is there some rust there?
1: I yeah. mean, how, how is the injury? Is he 100%? Um, We're going to find out, but these are the kinds of regular season games I absolutely love. Oh, man, it's, uh,
0: this is, it's going to be awesome. I just hope that the loser is eliminated from playoff contention.
1: I, I don't, doubt I, it will happen, I know, but I, see, I hope it does. We talked, we've talked had certain guests on this week who thought so, but I'm, I'm, I'm much more skeptical about that. I am too. These guys carry an awful lot of weight with them. It could actually be a benefit uh, for either
0: of these teams to lose this game because then you don't have to play in the SEC title game,
1: and you're still probably going to get in. Yeah, we'll we'll see. There's all kinds of politics that goes on with this, and various biases that come into play with the committee. So we'll we'll see how it turns out. Ohio State defensive end Chase Young will not play against Maryland because of, quote, a, a, quote, possible NCAA issue. Young tweeted out that he took a loan from a family friend, but he's paid it back. Now the NCAA must discover whether the loan was football related or whether it was a simple loan from a friend. Uh, if it is football related, Jake, it could have severe ramifications for all the Buckeye wins thus far this year that he's participated in. They could be vacated. And you don't think that would have huge ramifications for what's going on right now? Um how do you think it's going to play out?
0: Jeez, you just don't know with the NCAA you, you really don't what can this they guy prove? is
1: probably the best football player college football player going right now
0: oh he's in, he's incredible yes I mean absolutely uh, absolutely incredible that's a
1: that's a huge loss for Ohio State. I got to uh, figure out whether I want to vote for him for the Heisman, but this could have some ramifications with that as well as you I mean if, if Aaron wants to vote for him for the Heisman not true. Not true. A little. No. A little. True. Once, I had her do my research for me. She did very thoroughly. By the way, she cast your vote for you. I remember. <laughs> I was
0: around during that. Don't try to twist the. Don't try to twist what happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a message today from uh, Wes uh, Ruff, who uh, sort of organizes the voters uh, in the state, uh, and uh, I look forward to being completely responsible with my vote this year.
0: What uh, Would you have a problem voting for a defensive player?
1: No. No, because this whole idea of just giving it to an offensive player is kind of a joke. Have you, and I don't know this actually, have you ever voted for a defensive player? Well, you know, I've been doing it for so many years now that I'm not sure I probably have. Hmm. I'm going to have to go back and check my voting record. Because a defensive
0: player, <coughs> excuse me, Hasn't won since Charles Woodson, right? It's been a while. And I, I don't really remember any other defensive players truly
1: in contention. Can you? No. No, it's it's definitely been an offensive uh, slant to the voting. But, I mean, the defensive guy's the best player in the land. Why not vote for him? Oh, I agree with you. I, I At no point would I think, oh, he plays defense, so I'm not going to vote for well, him. Well, I certainly wouldn't have him. voted for for. Charles Woodson
0: but I'm fine with the defensive player getting it I mean just going to Michigan uh, automatically
1: eliminates you from contention in my mind well this is a big big deal and and, and this is I I hate to really ask this question right now because we don't know and so often guys in our business and and women in our business they talk about these things and there's no real way of knowing but I'm going to ask it anyway do you believe him? Do you believe his story? Well, it's self-reported, right? Yeah. So well, that, and, and that's another question. Why did he wait so long? Well, maybe he just...
0: Uh, honest mistake and found out that he violated compliance or whatever. I
1: You think... Uh, come on. He had to know.
0: He had to know? Well, it doesn't say what family member, right? I mean, if... Let's it wasn't say, a
1: family member. It was a friend. Well, that that
0: makes it a little more fishy, I suppose, but... A family friend. A family friend? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean. Going back, I think this was before, uh, I don't know exactly when it took place. But uh, he claims, uh, I believe, that it has nothing to do with his being a football player at Ohio State. Hmm. Well,
0: I I guess I'm glad they self-reported. I hope they get to the bottom of it. Huge ramifications
1: here. I mean, this is huge. I mean. If they find out that if they have suspicions that it was football connected, this could eliminate Ohio State from participating in a college football playoff.
0: It would. It, well, if they, got, if they had to vacate all those wins. But the, but the NCAA usually grinds a little slower than this, right?
2: Mm. So well, you it, think well, I don't could think... be
1: dragged out until after all is said and done? Yeah. Mm. Especially when money's involved? and i would guess that the, see they
0: like i i they have no problem going back in the history books and vacating wins right? i mean cuz truly it's a toothless punishment
1: right? and usually it's after the fact. exactly well, the fact. exactly
0: but if they did this during the season where they had a team vacate a bunch of wins that that had
1: ramifications they're not going to do that. do you think they're cheering in alabama and lsu right now? <laughs> Because you know it could eliminate one of the teams that's a favorite to be a part of the, the playoff. I I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. But it certainly was an interesting story yeah, that dominated he's a great player. The national headlines. He is fantastic. Just head and shoulders could be the number one pick in the draft. We'll see how it turns out. I'm going to get back real quick to this Jimmy Butler thing because it, it, radio is not linear. I mentioned it earlier in the show. But it bugs me. It bugs me that a guy has an attitude like Jimmy Butler does about his teammates. If you didn't hear it, Austin can play it for us. Uh, he uh, was being interviewed after a Miami game, and obviously he played a huge role in that game. And they were talking with him, and his player, a couple of his teammates were doing sort of the Donovan Mitchell thing where they weren't dumping a, a bottle of water on his head, but they were kind of – he was kind of being involved, you know, interrupting the interview, and uh, this is what happened. What, what is it that you don't enjoy about the video box? Huh? Uh, it's not about them right now. It's about me. It's not about them. It's about me. I don't like it. Sorry. Call me old school. Call me old fashioned. Jimmy, what are you doing? Yeah, but uh,
0: we're just a couple of days removed from a big interview that he did, where he could not have said more nicer things about his teammates. But
1: what a stupid thing to say in this moment! Well, it's not about that; it's about him. And, and, oh, come on, he's it's, the one being interviewed. Yeah, but it's not about him. It's always about the
0: team. No, because the whole team isn't being interviewed; just him
1: but he's representing himself as being separate from the rest of those schmucks. I think he just, uh, the tomfoolery bothers him. You think that's what it is. You think he is competitively driven and he is not wanting these guys to clown around because it's serious business. Maybe.
0: I don't know. All I know is he gave a, a, an interview at great length where he bent over backwards to do nothing but give credit to his teammates. So, I mean, it's, that's one
1: incident coming on the heels of, of him doing that interview. Okay. I, I
0: guess I – but Jimmy Butler's weird. You, he's you he's and a I, weird you guy. And I,
1: you and I are both skeptics at times and whatnot. But I got to admit, I don't think that usually crosses my mind when I see a teammate horsing around after a, a, a fine performance by someone on the team. I don't my first thought isn't oh look, that guy is starved for attention. He's trying to edge in on his teammates fine moment in the sun. I don't think that. I think oh look at that. Look at that. that's nice camaraderie. That's guys participating with a, a teammate that had a nice performance. And sharing it, goofing around with it. Who doesn't like it when Donovan does that? Do you think, oh, Donovan shouldn't be doing that? He's interrupting Rudy's interview right now? Uh, no, not,
0: not me personally, but Jimmy look, Jimmy Butler, what was one of the big issues that he had in Minnesota? He, was, he didn't like their culture. Their culture was too loose, and their players didn't work hard, and it bugged him. And he wasn't really shy about it. And I, I don't know if this is the case here in Miami, but maybe he is. There's a bunch of young guys on that team. Maybe he's trying to, to build a
1: culture of professionalism. Huh? But I, I, uh, it's not about them right now. It's about me. I could, and I can buy into that, but I can't buy into what he just said there. That, to me, is a complete
0: indictment. Well, I don't buy into, like, 70% of the stuff you say. What?
1: <laughs> What's that got to do with anything?
2: <laughs> tell me lies, tell me sweet
1: little lies. I mean, he's, he, for him to say it's not about them, it's my time to shine? He didn't say my time to shine. He said it's about me. It's his interview. <laughs> Come on, Jake. Jake.
0: I've got no problem with the the fun camaraderie or whatever, but I'm just saying we don't know the motivation behind him doing that. He said, it's not about them. It's about me. But why did he do that? That, You're just assuming. That pretty pretty well frames it
1: up very uh, uh, egotistically. Mm -hmm. Whoa, Jimmy Butler has an ego. You don't say. what, what What kind of teammate would take all the glory for himself? Say he's being interviewed somehow. And to say, hey, it's all about me. I mean, when you hear something like
0: that, what do you think? That's basically what LeBron James does in every (laughs) single interview.
1: And you don't seem to have a problem with LeBron. Uh, Sometimes I do. And I've made that known, too. But this was one of the more egregious cases. I'm just surprised that that it's sticking in your craw like it is. I I don't know how I can get any more black and white than that.
0: What? Did he push his teammates out of the way while he was doing an
1: interview? Awesome! Play it one more time. Open your ears, will you? I heard it. Open your ears I and open it. your mind and open I don't your heart. Know. Listen to this one more time. What, what is it that you don't enjoy about the video bombs? Huh? Uh, it's not about them right now. It's about me. What? Ah, come on.
2: He does wink
1: at the camera.
0: Right. You don't know what's going on. Maybe that's some playful thing. Maybe that's a bit that they've got going. In fact, I, I'm surprised you're just taking this so on the, the
2: surface. The line right before that, I don't know what teammate it is, but he tells him, he high-fives him, says, good game. We got another one tomorrow. And then this line yeah. delivered.
0: Maybe he's, he's just saying, hey, stay focused.
1: We're, Jake, we're treating this
0: professionally.
1: Okay. I'm just telling you right now that within the context of the big show, if I ever hear you say those words, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Whoa. Yeah, that's... Uh, it's, so do, because there's no reason for you to say that, right? Is it just I'm, referring
0: to see. anybody or referring to <laughs> you in particular, Austin? I, uh... It's not about you, Gordon. It's about me. Because <laughs> that sounds like something that uh, that I certainly would say. You he wouldn't. You'd never say I, I'm that. I'm just surprised you're, you're you're fanning up this faux outrage after over something
1: so insignificant. I think it is significant. That's the point. I think What's it's an indication of the way the guy thinks. Hmm. Is it any Is it any surprise that uh, he's bounced around the way he has? What about the wink? You don't have any... Oh, he gives it a I wink. The wink. Don't you oh. know who I am? Is the wink kind of like uh, bless his heart? Uh, you could say whatever you want as long as at the end you say bless his heart. No, the, the wink indicates like this was lighthearted. That didn't sound lighthearted. He winked. <laughs> What do you think the week means? That doesn't sound lighthearted to me. I can't believe the you're, you're looking into this so much. Usually happening. you accuse well, see, but, me of giving yeah, this team, stuff. Team is important to me.
0: You're making a big deal there, out of no nothing. team. <laughs> out of absolutely nothing. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. We'll have more from Bullfrog Spas coming up right around the corner. Don't forget, Jazz Game Night pregame show starts at 6 right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
2: This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton.
1: He's Frank Dolce. Frank, it's a real thing.
2: Utah is in the mix for a potential playoff spot. Even if Utah goes through undefeated, beats Oregon, who, is, who has also gone through the rest of their season without taking a loss, I think it's not difficult for me, but I think it's going to be difficult for people on the committee to take a one-loss Utah team over a one-loss team of anybody who sits in the top four right now. I think there's a bias. Even if it's Oregon, I I think that it's really going to be difficult for that committee to pick a one-loss Pac-12 team versus a one-loss any other team that's up there Tony Parks and Austin Horton weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network
0: up a big show jazz game my pregame show coming up right around the corner getting you ready for the jazz and the bucks we're live from bullfrog spas here in bluffdale jump off exit 288 uh, 515 head west and you're gonna run right into us
1: a uh, quick uh, prediction time, Gordon. What do you think we see tonight from the Jazz? I think it's a real challenge for the Jazz against the Bucks. It's obvious. Uh, I predicted that the Sixers would beat the Jazz, and uh, I, my inclination is to predict the Bucs to win. Uh, only because I think the Bucks are better situated right now with who they are and what they're doing. The Jazz are still a work in progress. Um so I, I would expect the bucks to win, and what about you?
0: Yeah, the, I mean, just looking through some of the Bucks' stats and their advanced stats, they are just a juggernaut. They, I mean, when it comes right down to it, we might be talking about the Bucs' uh, best team in the league. But, I mean, their offensive rating, they're number one. Defensive rating is number nine, which uh, surprises me because I think they're actually better defensively than that. They're the no, pace of play, they're number three. Effective field goal percentage, they're number one. Turnover percentage, they're number two. Uh, defensively effective field goal percentage. They're number five. I mean, Gordo, this this team is is a is a monster. So, this is a really great. So team. a
1: couple things have to happen for the Jazz tonight. They have to disrupt all that. You know, the defense has to come to the forefront. They have to disrupt it. They have to do whatever they can with Giannis, and I don't know what they can do against that guy because he is so physically superior to whoever he's going to be matched up against. But the Jazz can do different things to sort of gang up on him a little bit. But uh, uh, I'm not saying the Jazz can't win this game. I think they can win it if they take care of the ball and they hit a high percentage of their shots. And they they don't get killed on the boards. I, I mean, it's pretty basic stuff. And they're capable of taking care of that business, but will they? Uh, they're
0: going up against, uh, as far as total rebounds go, the second best rebounding team in the league. So
1: Yeah, and they hit the number one rebounding team on Wednesday night. Yeah. So, and they won that game. It's going to be a tough game. There's yeah. no doubt about it. But, I, again, I think the Jazz are, because they're a moving target right now, uh, there's fluctuation. It, it could go in arrears, and it could go forward right. in a positive way. So that's that's the intrigue to the whole thing, and that's why I love these kinds of games. Uh, maybe the Jazz would be better situated win a game like this later in the season when all the pieces are together, but I don't care. I, I want to see this game. I want to see if the Jazz are up for the challenge, just like they were against the Sixers.
0: All right, Gordo. Well, hey, uh, do me a favor. Enjoy your weekend. Or at least what portion of it you won't be working? You gonna what are you doing tomorrow? You gonna do uh, okay. jazz, work a little working. jazz column tomorrow?
1: Yeah, I'll be working. And, but that's you know, I mean that's uh, that's what that's what I do. swinging the pick in a salt mine and, and I hardly I don't, call don't call feel it sorry it. for me. Nobody does. <laughs> uh, and I certainly
0: would hardly call it swinging a pick of any sort. I heard a bird told me. That you're going to get to sleep in tomorrow
1: morning. I am going to get
0: to sleep in tomorrow morning. I'm so excited. It's going to be the highlight see, of my it's weekend. it's just
1: the little things like that. Ugh. Dan, I'll tell you. It's just the little things like that that, the, the, that make life joyful.
0: Dan, I don't get to sleep in anymore. And tomorrow... Uh, My wife is affording me that
3: opportunity. I could not be looking forward to it more. Isn't that great? It is the little things in life, right?
1: Dan, think about how much better he would sleep in his sleeping end if he had a hot tub in his back. To unwind? Actually, that sounds pretty good after a jazz game to go home and and unwind in a bullfrog. You you have not fully grasped what you're missing. And I would say that to any of our listeners. And that's why we have Dan on with us right now. Exactly. And now
3: it's the time. That was a great time if you've been thinking about it. Well, the time has arrived. Now is the time. We uh, we do this just twice a year, uh, a three-day sale, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then it's over. We do it in the spring. We do it again in the fall. So uh, we're here till 7 o'clock tonight here at our Bluffdale location. We're just off of exit 288. And then tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at any of our factory stores up and down the Wasatch front, you'll save up to $3,500 off of any remaining 2019 Bullfrog Spas in stock, plus get 0 percent percent for 36 months OAC. Great opportunity to bring a little bit of peace to your to your life and uh, create a great environment in your backyard for your family.
0: Isn't it nice as a customer when supply and demand works in your favor? Like you guys here at Bullfrog, you got to make room. I mean, there's not really an option. Like the the these got to right.
3: go. That's right. You know, it's one of the rewarding parts of our business is that uh, you know as we've grown our retail network all over North America and really around the world, uh, it's it's allowed us to really kind of favor the Utah market a little bit by saying saying, hey, anytime we have a little extra inventory, we have a scratch and dent, that type of thing, we're going to offer an exceptional deal to our Utah customer and say, thank you for supporting us all of these years, a a Utah manufacturing business. We do still build things in the USA. We still build things right here in Utah. And the other thing
1: about this really cool, Dan, would you feel comfortable making the proclamation, these are
3: the best hot tubs in the world? I, I would feel comfortable. You know, we're a, we're a humble comp- company, so that doesn't come easy for us. But uh, we're really proud also of what we've done over the last uh, bunch of years in terms of of engineering uh, a spa that really is the most energy efficient, low maintenance in the world. And it all starts with our product design team. They're they're a great group of individuals that work as a team to make these products great, and uh, it the result is. Great experiences in backyards, and, and hopefully fa- families having a little bit of fun together and connecting with each other a little bit more. That's really what we're all about.
1: The, the most complicated thing I've have to do I've had to do with my hot tub, uh, my what, bullfrog spa. Pull yourself out of it. That and maybe turn the water on. That's about it. That's, that's about it. Pretty easy.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I I think you make a great point, Dan. I mean, if you've got the best engineering. You know, you're know you going to have the best product. That's right. Yeah. And that's the that's the way it works. All right, so. take advantage of this sale. It ends tomorrow, just off exit 288 here in Bluffdale. Pre-game kicks off next from Bullfrog Spas right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
2: I hate goodbyes. We won't have to work until Monday.
0: Woohoo! All right, well, have a good weekend.